Well, tomorrow is May the 4th. So, naturally, today we are covering another new show from Disney+. Plus. It's a show about a hero with cool gadgets and his unlikely adorable sidekick. But no, we're not talking Mando and Baby Yoda. We're talking the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. How Star Wars is it? Well, hello there, uh, listeners. <laughs> Hi, Josiah. <laughs> or I guess I'm not a listener. Yeah, Mike, I wasn't talking to you. Hello, listeners, and Mike, hello to you, too. Okay, fine, fine, finally. Okay, <laughs> hi, it's me, Mike. <laughs> it's me, Josiah, and we're the host of this podcast, uh, which is called How Star Wars Is It? Yes, we're a review podcast, yeah. and uh, you give us a topic, and we'll review it, baby. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. It could be a food. It could be a movie. Mm-hmm. Could be uh-huh. a Disney Plus uh, limited series, and That's we right. will give it a score, but not of how good it is. Mm-mm. How Star Wars it is. So uh, we're looking at the quantity of Star Wars, not the quality of how good the thing is. Right. So we take everything Star Wars, books, movies, TV shows, video games, toys, and we put it all together in one big pot. We boil it up. We make a little Star Wars chili, and that's mm-hmm. our 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And we compare everything to that not Star chili. Wars chili. Um, this feels like a good reset. Like we've we've had a lot of really crazy introductions lately. That's right. And this was a very like back to basics. It was clunky, but it was back to basics. It was back to basics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, let's see. This week, um, we are talking about a show that recently came to a close. At least its first season. That is. Uh, yeah. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the newest installment of the MCU. But it will not just be Josiah and myself. No, no, no. If you look at the the name of this episode, you'll see we have a returning guest. That's right. You past- know him from this podcast. And yeah. he was in California this past week. <laughs> yeah. He bought a lot I of love, food. I love crediting him with, with banal nonsense. <laughs> You know him uh, as manager and also every player of the Tatooine Moons. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Please welcome once back again to the show, Ethan Krupp. I'm, I'm honored. Third three-time club. How many of us are yeah. in the three-time club? Oh, that's true. I think it might be you and what, Michael Delaney? Uh, has Caitlin? No, no, no. Yes. No. What about Allie? Allie's been on. I feel like they've both at least done two. Allie's I... been on three times. Because she did VeggieTales, uh, Tiny Toons, uh-huh. and In and of Itself. So she's definitely uh, yes. been on three. Caitlin's been on at least twice. Yeah, at least uh, two. Caitlin, Caitlin uh, uh, the oh, manager yeah, and every player <laughs> yes. of the Miami Dolphins, an excellent That's right. so, uh, House Wars is a baseball team. team. Yeah. So she has also been on three times. So Ethan, welcome to the three-time club. It's Thank an you. exclusive club uh, of you and you're like Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin or whatever yeah, right. with SNL. Right. But, this is... but it's three. That is what I'll tell my grandchildren. Two, two more than Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to get Elon on the show, but I hate him so much yeah. that I won't do it. He, he <laughs> is taking uh, comedy gigs lately. So mm-hmm. I've heard. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Have you guys yeah. seen his uh, Yeah, he's actually going to be our first ever guest to come on and just be a character. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he's it's not going to do Ma- the, the, uh, the review like premise of the show. He's no. treating it like... 
uh, a comedy bang bang or a talking wild with Dan. <laughs> yeah, think... he's gonna be, and the character he's gonna be is like a uh, ethical person. It's gonna be really interesting uh-huh. I think, to see him try to do that. I think that when you do the how Star Wars is Elon Musk, I, I would like to be on that episode. And let me give mm-hmm. away exactly what I'll think. 10 out of 10 Star Wars, and I'll work backwards from there. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think he would get a very high score. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, space. But we're not here. To, space. Evil. <laughs> evil. Money. Uh, Hoarder of stupid, resources. Stupid names. Stupid made-up names <laughs> like his, do- his child or yeah. whatever. Um, but we're not here to talk about Elon Musk. No, we're here to talk no. about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, yes. Because it just ended, and um, it feels like if there's ever some kind of eventy show like that, that we sort of have to do it on our podcast now, right? Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of a precedent we've set, uh, yeah. for better or for worse, right? But like, you know, let's talk about this show, Ethan. Are you? Let's let's get your boat a few days. Are you first off a comic book guy? Second off, an MCU guy? I'm not a comic book guy, but I am an MCU guy. I have seen okay. all of them, including Thor two. And uh, this show, I think, ranks smack dab in the middle of probably even <laughs> not like smack dab. It, it was just so in the middle of, yeah. of yeah, all of it. Yeah. Absolutely. This show was the most MCU uh, experience um, right out of the gate. So 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 general thoughts across the board for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can go around the horn. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Thought it was fun. Thought it was pretty average and mm-hmm. regular in the way that most MCU outings are. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of my general vibe. What do you guys think? I agree. I thought it was not nearly as fun as WandaVision, just because yeah. that's the only other thing I kind of, you know, have to compare it to. I thought it, um, you know, I think still my favorite or one of my favorite MCU movies is Captain America, The Winter Soldier, because it yeah. was a little complicated and you didn't know like who was in the right and who you could trust and blah 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 and this like is sort of chapter two of that sort of way of thinking but uh captain america the winter soldier really threaded a needle of like complex espionage spy movie and like big dumb superhero movie and this yeah this had elements of both still but it had it felt like it had like one or one and a half too many threads for me to really give a shit about any one of the threads, you know? Sure. Um, but yeah, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Ethan, are you, are you kind of in the same boat? Like, it was just like, yeah, it was good, but it's just a classic MCU. Yeah, and and yes, it was yeah. It was a bit dis. I think that, you know, where I won't fully jump into how Star Wars it is, but Sure. That that it came off the heels of something that was such a creative swing to yeah. get something that was exactly what I expected it to be. Like nobody, right. the moment that he handed over that shield, it's like, oh, so in episode six, he's going to take the shield back. And right. yeah, there was right. some really interesting stuff. I, I mean, like Marvel actually trying to reckon with the world, which is definitely yes. something Star Wars has never done. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But besides that, like... I don't know. I don't really know what Bucky was doing in this show. I don't really know what Sharon Carter was doing in this show. I don't know what yeah. Zemo was doing in this show. Like I, I had, I, 
I had a similar thought earlier while creating the game, which, spoiler alert, it's going to be an RPG of, of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> and oh, I was yeah. realizing, like, I, I realized while making it, what was, uh, what did Bucky do? Yeah. In this whole show. And then I was like, oh, nothing. Nothing really. <laughs> he crossed a yeah, little basically. book. He crossed some names off a list. But what I will say, what I will say. So, like, okay, so some, some background for the show. It, it had, because I agree, WandaVision was, I think, for the first th- thing in a while that was, like, water cooler conversation TV, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, did you catch last week's episode? And it was a creative swing while also being, like, a hit. Like, it wasn't really a right. miss in kind of any way. And then it was like a piece of Andy Warhol art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pop colorful art, pop art that like you could dive into or just look at and be like, cool. <laughs> well, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier had the distinct like dis like uh uh whatever word I'm looking for. It had a, this going against it, and that it was supposed to come out first. COVID pushed it back. Wandavision yes. came out first. And, and really wasn't it was, also supposed to be more episodes or more yes. stuff? Yeah. There was supposed to be longer and stuff was cut because it uh, was too uh, closely mimicking real world events with COVID. Right. Like, uh, spoilers for all of this show, by the way. Like, Carly's mentor lady, who we never meet, who dies, and it's, like, sad, is played by a pretty high-profile actress, but we only see her dead body in the show. And it's because there was more stuff with her, but she dies of some what we what the the sort of uh, rumor is that there was like some kind of pandemic epidemic <gasps> kind of thing happening pandemic. in the show <clears throat> that was causing people to die and that was part of the the that's the so drama. wild and because because early on like they're uh, when they're fighting carly it's like they're trying to get vaccines they're trying to get medicine and stuff and so wow. it's like that right. might have been part of the flag smashers mission was like people were trying to you know, get this out to the people. But that's it was great like, to hear because if you asked me to explain what the flag smashers were trying to do other than smash a few flags, okay. I could not tell <laughs> you messy. what yeah. they were trying to do. Which, so it's nice that you know that they had a you plan. Can't, you like that's just the wrong verb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't smash like, a flag. Flag terrors. <laughs> well it's 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 good. so yeah, like the the show was supposed to be longer. Rippers. It ended up being six episodes. There was more with it. It's funny. The flag smashes are interesting because they they took the name of like a CD list Captain America villain and made them into like what could be like a cool thing, right? And what might have been a cooler thing in the extended eight to ten episode season that we'll never see. But yeah, it's just messy. The metaphors of this show are messy, and I think it's like you said, Ethan. It's admirable that like the MCU is like we're gonna tackle race in America. We're mm-hmm. gonna tackle like. You know, the refugee stuff crisis in the different parts of the world. Like, that's admirable to an extent, but also their their metaphors are so mixed and messy. And yeah, like, they yeah, pick, again, the they pick like trying to do? one or two too many big statements yeah. to try to make. Because even the, like, John Walker, was that his name? The other, the yeah. new Captain America? Like, that whole theme is interesting, too. You know, like, I saw a tweet somewhere that was like, uh, Steve Rogers is what... America like yeah. wants to be and John Walker is what America actually is. <laughs> Absolutely. And yes. like that's exactly right but like we we only explore him kind of going off the deep end and becoming a little bit of a not quite QAnon type of person but like approaching that and then he's like good again kind of. <laughs> yes, we, we 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 get the we get like the the sort of dark night of the soul for John where the where Ben he, Solo. <laughs> yes, where he where he go he breaks bad. And then okay, guys, I don't want to get on my political soapbox too soon 
Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, but I'm gonna get on it. Jump. Okay, so. It's too covered in soap. <laughs> it's really high this time. The soapbox this one is very tall and it's very skinny. I use a um, lot of big soap. Yeah, I, my soap is all I, I get it in a big palette, and it's a one yeah. soap stacked on top. It's of on itself. like a skid, and you need a forklift to bring it yeah. in. Um, it's it's uh, the only way I wa- I wash myself. But anyway, so okay, guys, and bear this with has me. Been <laughs> <laughs> that was my soapbox. I'll try not to talk. I'll try not to talk too much because I I I don't want to go off too much because I know you know not everybody likes to listen to this. Michael Delaney. Uh, <laughs> But the okay, everything's propaganda, guys. Right? All TV shows, movies, anything's propaganda. It doesn't have to be produced by the government in order to be propaganda. It's right. just people's beliefs and uh, viewpoints being expressed through media can be propaganda, right? Specifically, everything that is made with the U.S. military in it is automatically even more so because, in order to use the U.S. military's logo and name and gear. They have to get it from the real military, mm-hmm. and the military signs off on, like, how they are portrayed. We think this is okay. Yeah. Yes. And so, like, it's why you get, uh, to the show's credit, the way the military is portrayed is a little more complicated. Uh, because you do get John Walker saying, like, the things he did in Afghanistan didn't, he didn't feel like heroes, stuff like that, which is, like, wow, impressive. But then also, when he does break bad, it's him being the bad guy. Not the military because right. the military they disavow his actions. yeah they they slap him on the wrist and they're like you're a bad boy and then he's the bad guy and, and you can not tell the... he's bad because his his facial hair is growing in yes yes and it's not the military that's the bad guy it's 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 this one individual actor bad actor right yeah and so that's a reflection I mean and you find that in the series a lot like they don't want to say that these systems are bad. They want to say that it's the individual people that did bad stuff. I think the only thing that it get, that it doesn't do that to is when it's talking about like race in America and the way that like the uh, that Isaiah Bradley was treated and stuff. That gets a little bit more into the institutional right. issues. But they can also never call anything by its real name, right? Right? Like they they keep saying supremacy when they're talking about the like the super soldiers. They're like she's a supremacist, and it's like what is. That's not a term. She believes in being best. Yeah. <laughs> like Melania told us to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, guys, that's not, you can't just call something by its name. Like you, but you can't have the Falcon say like white supremacy. Or like an MCU eugenics. Show. Yeah. Like, so, so do you think, do you think that like that Marvel tried to do this? It's like, okay, but you have to deal with all of the ramifications of then starting to even go political at all. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that they, I think it's it's a classic case of, of a, a blockbuster thing wanting to have its cake and eat it too, right? Because it's kind of what, we've ta- what I've talked about in like the Mission Impossible episodes. Like they want to say something about how like the CIA can be bad and like spycraft can be bad, but also it's fucking cool, dude. Like it's really cool. And it's kind of similar with this, like with this show, because yeah, like what are the flag smashers supposed to represent? Are they guerrilla terrorists? Are they sympathetic refugees? Right. And, Uh, and it's unclear. And, and even at the end when, when there is a bit of legwork to sort of clear up, you know, you can't like why are you, you can't call them terrorists because like yeah. they like are without a home and you're yeah. taking that away from them like it's it's um 
that his his big speech there to the senator and the cops and everybody wearing the silliest was... costume of all time by the way. Oh man, I okay, okay. I know that we all knew he was going to become cap like by yeah. by that last episode. I I, I randomly one of my friends texted me was like Man, Marvel's just really like cavalier with their spoilers lately. I kind of don't even want to finish watching it because they spoiled it. I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he was like, "They like have him in the cap suit and like the promotional material." I was like, "Yeah, but we all knew that was gonna." Right. I don't <laughs> think that's a spoiler. Right. But it looks exactly like the one they made for the comics when they made ma- yes. made Falcon Cap, and it made me so happy to see it on screen because we've had so many MCU costumes that are like, <laughs> like a comic book costumes, a body are dumb. armor version of yeah. yeah. And to see something so colorful and garish, I was like, hell, it's funny. yes. Even in, even in WandaVision, when her like kind of final form, it complete with yeah. the goofy ass crown. Even that was like tactical. Yes. <laughs> it's like she doesn't need she's you know, a magic like person. Kevlar. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't she need do to magic. be like deep maroon. It can be bright red or it hell scarlet. Yeah, scarlet. <laughs> I know. I was so happy about that. But anyways, Mike, what were you, what were you saying? I don't remember. I guess. I guess just like his his big speech at the end that is sort of addressing all these kind of systemic things, and he's trying to like change the minds of the senator and the 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 like UN or whatever that group is. Yeah. Like it's it's um he does a he he has a lot of conviction and he does make a he does say a lot of sentences. But yeah. again, you're right, it is just sort of like I'm calling attention to these things and telling you to do something and like the idea of like <laughs> telling a senator to do anything is sort of laughable because like you know damn well Sam Wilson that like he's bought and paid for by like big gun and big oil yeah. <laughs> and big and big the- Sharon Carter apparently yes mm-hmm. yeah the the power the broker the power broker oh. i think that's that's the problem with like she sold him power she can buy and power. sell power. That's her whole That's thing. Elon Musk. Power... Is Elon Musk not the power broker Ooh. in real life? Absolutely. <laughs> we have the power broker, the flag smasher. Everybody's trying to break something here. Uh... <laughs> Breaking systems, man. Breaking systems. Yeah. And the MCU is going to hold that, it together. The, the last thing I'll say is sort of on my well, – I, I never say it's the last thing I'll say in my political soapbox. But, like, the, the other thing that they do is – because in the in the beginning, the flag smashers are presented kind of like like Carl. They're sympathetic, right? Because it's like, oh, they want one world, one people. They don't want borders. They want things back to the way it was when everyone was taking care of each other during the blip, mm-hmm. which is like an admirable thing. But uh, and is presented pretty admirably. Like even Sam and Bucky are like, that sounds like fine. They're trying to mm-hmm. get people messing. But then like the turn is whenever she kills innocent people, right? Right. And it's an interesting thing that you find in a lot of media where. The bad guy can be presented sympathetically, but as, as soon as they use violence as yes. one of their tactics, it's they are now okay. written off as a bad person. But the good guys can use violence in their tactics. All they want. As much as they want. Right. But and we've met them, and they have cute smiles. Right. Well, we know them, and they're, well, and they're the handsomest man in the world, yes. Sebastian Stan, and we're like, oh, he's okay, fine. And they don't have scary masks. <laughs> yeah. If there's if there's ever a podcast to um, share my opinion about Black Panther, it's this one with, with two fellow white men. So let, me get <laughs> yes. on, let me get on my soapbox. I think that was so t- tough is it's the exact same playbook, right? It's, yes. it's the sympathetic right. villain who ended up being correct, yes. and... Then it changed the the opinion of our main character. What was disappointing is if that was the plan, Black Panther just did it better. It was yes. it did it far more subtly. Everything yeah. you're talking about with with violence and the reason to use violence and the reason to use weaponry and all this, I thought it was handled a lot better in, in Black Panther. And it just was a little 
mush in this time. Yeah. I agree, because like Killmonger is one of the be- better villains, and the only thing I think Black Panther did wrong was 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 killing him. Yes. I mm. think like, and not necessarily wrong. I think it would have been a more compelling. Yeah, thing keep if him he around. Lived. Totally. Like, yeah, if he had around. lived and, and T'Challa had been able to sort of like you know I- I- incorporate him back in, especially in the way well, that Zemo was left alive, or say Darth well, Vader perhaps, and, <laughs> and in, in, in the way that I think in this show Carly should have still lived at the end because there should have been a way to to reconcile yeah it. But then they just kill all the super. I mean, she could be alive. Like, it was like a Simpsons episode where, like, by the end, everything's just reset, and next yes. week it'll be the same, like, table setting, you know? Like, yeah. all the same characters or whatever. They're like, like, we know we introduced six super soldiers, but all of them are dead now. Yeah, so don't and there's no that. more unless there's more. <laughs> yeah, there might be more, but we have John Walker, but I don't know. Yeah. How Star Wars is it, though? I don't know. Mike said Darth Vader, which made me think about Star Wars. <laughs> You know the conceit Boy, of the podcast. I, this, I'm at a point where I'm like, man, it's really nice to see Ethan, and I don't care about the show, and I kind of don't care about Star Wars. <laughs> I'd yeah. much rather just use the last like 40 minutes and like see like how everybody's lives are. <laughs> How's everyone doing? So like, yeah. <laughs> what was your, you know what, like what was your TV watching experience like for this? Here's Did what you... I will say about this show, just to kind of put a cap on my thoughts, just overall of of its quality, even though that's not the premise of the podcast. I I almost almost wish they just kept the fucking covid stuff like we've been we've been watching all sorts of tv not about covid or involving covid and obviously everybody's aware of it obviously that's also not what the virus was but the fact that like there was a global virus because just like odds are at some point in movies they would have gotten there if we didn't get there first like i would have as as the creators of the show been like Oh, shit, this is kind of serendipity. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, especially like, people are looking for later. like an it's escape. Been a year. But yes, right. Yeah. It's been a year. Like, like uh, <laughs> it's, it's not like, like at this point. You know, Marvel, the MCU takes place in the real world, but there will be a time when no one's wearing masks, and it's like, why aren't you guys wearing masks? <laughs> yes. Right. What were you gonna say, Ethan? Um, I was just gonna say that I thought that it was very Star Wars in that it tried very hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, when, whenever you're, Ethan, whenever you're describing, I think, the show at the very beginning, or you said something that made me think this, 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 this is The Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, tried very hard. It, in, that, in that it tried hard. It had f- familiar things that we liked, and it was fine. You know, in general, it was right. good. It was enjoyable. Oh. Uh, it maybe tried to say some stuff, but kind of mostly was just there for a good time. Like, which you it, could even to, say about Last Jedi. Like, Last Jedi does indeed say some stuff, but it does kind of like renege true. on like things it tries to say. Like, throughout, it's true. It, it, it does miss a little bit. Yeah. So I may, maybe I'll maybe I'll recontextualize that this is very much a sequel trilogy entry. Yes. And that it is like a Disney. It's Disney. It's, it's Disney, Disney era, baby. Era, like because it's also Solo and Rogue One. In that they made a thing, and then they were like, "This isn't quite right," and they like edited or reshot or like took it apart. You know, like why? Why was Sharon Carter in this? Uh, because because I, people watch these Marvel shows and they're like, "Oh, it's Mestifo," and like it's this, and like, <laughs> they're just trying to like pull out like random Mestifo people. <laughs> To like, because because that's what the MCU is built on, right? M- the yeah. MCU is built on the fact that there are uh, yeah, a big sandbox. 
I'm yeah, that, that it's a big sandbox and we can play with whoever we want to play with. And that, you know, that's not that's not what Star Wars has been, right? There's only been these like one or two characters and it was yeah, honestly like 11 why, characters. <laughs> are we are we allowed to share spoilers from season 2 of The Mandalorian that premiered 6 oh, yeah. months ago? Absolutely. Um, we already did an episode on it, so that, yes. That that actually is why it was so thrilling when Luke Skywalker showed up. Maybe in retrospect it was kind of dumb, but at that moment it was like, "Oh my god, these worlds are intersecting." Which had sort of yeah, never was... happened in Star Wars land before on, on film or um, non-animated right. Star Wars. It, it was kind of like, are they allowed to, to do right? that? Yeah, like, yeah. Does Mark Hamill Is know this he's allowed? in this? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, how, with, with like Mar- how when the X-Men like can't use certain heroes or when Avengers couldn't use right. certain X-Men or whatever, like... Uh, how did how did they swing that? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like when we it's like when we saw Spider Man for the first time in like Avengers or whatever. It's like oh, it, it, this is allowed now. <laughs> it's cool, but like it is. Oh, speaking of X Men though, we do get Madri- Like the, this is a slow sure, like introduction because Madripoor is an exp- is like almost an explicitly X Men location yeah. of the oh. comic books. Um, and I don't we think even I knew that. Yeah, we or Wolverine hangs out. Yeah, he has an mm. alter ego named Patches. That's a that mm. owns a bar. And we saw the neon sign for the bar in in the show. So Jeez. Marvel's Marvel's very good at those kinds of Easter eggs, which just like yeah. allows fans like like someone who might be like this show sucks sees that one bar sign and they're like I'll stick around for seven more years. Like that is something that Star Wars can't do because it's yeah. not as expand. But maybe it is now. Maybe because well, of like Star- the books and the shows that they're allowed to start. Star Wars getting that has buy-in. to like has to hold the easter egg like up to the camera for us to <laughs> yeah. know like like to acknowledge like yes okay i got it jar jar <laughs> it's also i mean like that's you're so right Ethan, cuz 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 star wars has one narrative essentially and it's the skywalker saga that that's the one that people care about and even the stuff that's like tangential like the stuff in clone wars that doesn't directly relate it all is still directly related because it's like we're all coming back to that skywalker saga story the only new thing being the Mandalorian, which is essentially entirely separated, still taking place right. in the same universe, still like feeling the effects of the main story. But yeah, in the MCU and in comics in general, the 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 beneficial thing is that you have so many toys to play with. So your Easter egg could be like, I don't know, let's go back um, and find something from. We have what ten different se- series of movies of different characters and different mm-hmm. teams. And now we're making a TV show and we can go pull like whatever we want from all of this and, and do a fun little thing. And there's future stuff coming like up with Kat like mutants. Dennings in, in WandaVision. Yeah. I was like, oh, Kat Dennings. And then later I re- remembered slash realized like she was already in a Marvel movie. And I was like, yeah. oh, well, good yeah, for bringing, them, I guess. <laughs> bringing back her I felt the same way with Sheridan in this one. I was like, they yeah. realized that there was someone that had a character that had possibly untapped potential right. slash already had audience recognizability and they were like yeah let's put we'll just we'll just use them right it'll be great but that's but that's star wars is also their flaws that they're always going to try and return to that story that everybody loves i mean i i'm i think the obi-wan series is going to be shit because they're not going (laughs) to be able to explain how he goes from like ewan mcgregor trying to kick vader's ass still to like old man who forgot shit on tatooine Is me. Yeah. In the in the course of twenty years. Yeah. How is that gonna happen? Ages considerably. Yeah, I mean, and that's the the hard thing about in between cools and prequels in general is we know 
the like the 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 thing that's good about Mandalorian is that because it's separated, you know, the the the, the fun thing is that people were saying is like, you know, the Mandalorian doesn't know he's in Star Wars. Like he doesn't know what Jedi are right. or the Force is. And so it's fun to see him interact with the world. He's like a small business owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I don't know, I just I just work here, man. Yeah. Like I don't know. <laughs> but then like yeah, with like the Obi-Wan show or whatever, we're going to we know the beginning and we know the end and it's like we, we we're going to watch him that they've cast Hayden Christensen which uh, is strange like, once again because he's just it was I got so annoyed I talked to Mike about this when they were like it's Hayden Christensen reprising his role as Darth Vader and I was like he's never played Darth Vader he has well, played well well I think was he because in he, in Revenge of the Sith he gets like donned you know knighted as Darth Vader before he's in the suit and then he's the guy in the suit yes for like but, one scene but is he the one that yells no uh, he probably did on the day, but then James probably Earl did. Jones dubbed it. <laughs> that 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 was my that, and that's then my said. Oh. Where is Padme? <laughs> that's my Which that's my. Like, uh, Dar- I feel like Darth Vader wouldn't say Padme. I don't know why, yeah. but <laughs> he'd say, "Where's my girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Where my Bay? girlfriend? Baru? Where's Bay?" Where's my wife? <laughs> but like they, I, I was like Hayden Christensen isn't Darth Vader. He's Anakin Skywalker, and also like I don't know. It's just strange to be like he's reprising his role because it's like he was wearing the suit, and then they dubbed him like they did with, with the guy who originally played Darth Vader. Like I don't know. It'd be, it, it was a strange turn of phrase, and also I don't want to necessarily see Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader because he's not a very good actor. No. And I know that everyone likes the prequels now and, like, they've aged and people are like, oh, it's fun. But, like, it's not going to be good. No, well, and, and we got that amazing scene in Rogue One, right? Like, we got that awesome Vader scene for 45 seconds. We saw him absolutely terrorize that ship. And that mm-hmm. filled in all of that time, for me, filled in all of that time between the prequels and and uh, A New Hope. It's like, that guy fucks. And, yeah. and, and I don't I mean, need to see any more. I saw it. Like, he, yeah. he's the fucking best. And, and yeah. that's it. It's almost like, you know, that was part of my issue when, when Star Wars uh, comics went back to Marvel was that they were setting it in between, like, uh, the original trilogy movies. Yeah. And I had the same issue. First. I had the same issue with that where I was like, I kind of know what's going on. Yeah, or or if nothing else, I imagined it, and I don't need that rewritten. (laughs) Yeah, and also, the more stuff you fill in between the gaps, the less I believe that all this stuff could have happened in between the gaps. And, like, you know, if Han Solo had... You mean you never slept for three years? Yeah. It's like, it's like if Han Solo... You going on adventures? If Han Solo had a wife, then, like, why didn't we ever hear about it? And if... If Darth Vader was secretly like, you know, going against the Emperor and like look and like hiring all these bounty hunters in between and also it's just like all this stuff where it's like it feels like if it was important enough it would have been in the original story yeah, which is like I don't know maybe it's a silly complaint to write to make because it's always always fun to have more content but it's like it is the issue that I face with these sort of in between cool kind of things and I feel like maybe that's a little bit Falcon of the Winter Soldier too because it almost feels like a side story yes. in a way, right? Like this, this show is sort of the prequel to what's going to be the Sam Wilson Captain America movie that right. comes out in a couple years. Like, like Steve as old Clint Eastwood, Steve in Endgame gives uh, Sam the shield. Yeah. And then it could have just been, there's a movie where he's the Falcon Captain America, but 
he needed six, if not more like eight or ten episodes of a self-contained show to like pick up and earn the shield. Yeah. Which it, is like it, uh, Sure. It's, it's sort of like the arc of Solo that like Solo starts off as like a, a scoundrel and then becomes like a soft good guy. And it's like, but that's your arc in A New Hope. Like we don't <laughs> need to see you have the same arc over and over. <laughs> yeah. Cat- Captain America 4 just needs to be like Captain America 4 in this case. I, I don't want to say like, don't, deal with the world but like we just saw that and we we need to not have the same arc like this needs to be sam i don't know getting his ass beat which he did in every fight by the way like did you notice he did not win a fight yeah absolutely well and i think that's what's interesting too is like the character of the way that he fights and the way that he's gonna have to be a a hero is gonna be very different which is gonna be cool to see like especially screen but yeah it is like it is a weird arc to okay this is what i'll say i'll say the, the a positive about the show because because i feel like we're ragging on it and it wasn't that bad yeah i liked it no it's, it's not bad <laughs> yeah it's fine but the thing i do like is that we do get and it was the same thing i liked about wandavision we actually get to know these characters a little bit right because sam and bucky have this like fun back and forth that like we got to see for two seconds yes. in winter soldier and like through various marvel movies where you're like are they friends or because they're absolutely the friends that are only friends because they're friends with the same right. guy. Right. Yeah. And they, and, and they have this like contentious kind of like bickering relationship. And it's like, that's fun. They have a fun dynamic, but, but we have, we know nothing about them. Yeah. Like we don't know anything about who they are as people. And so getting the six episodes we did get, we did get to at least see more of their personalities. Like we, we get, to, we get to learn a lot about Sam's like family life, where he's from, like his struggle and we don't get as much of that with Bucky because he's like 100 billion years old, but we do get to see him deal with like the guilt and consequences of his actions. That was the best. Those were the best parts of the show by far. Like yeah, the, the barbecue absolutely. stuff, the fixing the boat, the human like human interests. Yeah. Sam, yeah. yeah it was, Sam that was good stuff. There was not a single flag smashed. There was not a no. single power broke. No. But the, uh, there was a sister flirted with, and it yeah. was incredible. That was great. Oh, by the sister flirters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> systems breaking flirting away systems i can't i just want to talk real quick about how like i think sebastian stan might be the most handsome man alive i I mean like he's so incredibly good looking stand it no it was it was hard it was hard to watch because i was like this man is so so pretty yeah and like whenever sam's like don't flirt with my sister i was like you know he can't help it. Like, yeah, you could be not. so lucky for him to be your brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Like Bucky just has to stand somewhere in the presence of anybody that's attracted to a man, and he's automatically flirting with them because he's right. so good looking. Right. You can't everyone help around him, like, like their legs lift off the ground and they like float toward him with like heart eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I got off track talking about how hot Bucky is, but here we hmm. are. Well, there was all those rumors that he might be Luke Skywalker in something. Like he in does look like Mark Hamill in certain. He really does. It's a good credit to Mark Hamill, though. So I don't think Mark mm-hmm. Hamill right. was hot. Mm-mm. No, he he was definitely very a very pretty man as well back in his heyday. Who's right. the hottest? Like, who's the hottest? Not quite so traditionally hot. Who's the yeah. hottest dude in Star Wars? Harrison Ford, absolutely, probably right. Oh, or. You think? Or Oscar, well, I would say Harrison Ford oh. in the original, obviously, or mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, I mean, in Oscar Isaac. The sequel trilogy. Something very sexy about Boba Fett, though. Like the mysteriousness, mm. the quietness. Yeah. Dude plays a guitar at a party kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's mysterious and quiet? 
Well, like not the way that you like not it's not show tunes, man. It's not. No, I mean, it's not I, rent. I, I picture. Yeah, every time I picture the guy who plays a guitar at a party as not mysterious, as having like only one thought and not quiet. Well, the way that Boba Fett does it, Mike, is that he's like sort of quietly finger picking to himself. He's like noodling nylon strings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people will come over and they're like, "Play this song," and he just ignores them because he's like just right. drink. It's not the way you do it, Mike, where you bring your guitar and you start singing "Hello Dolly" like very. <laughs> Loudly, uh-huh. and it's just so like, nice <laughs> to have you back. <laughs> so, so yeah, Boba, when Boba Fett does it, he's very cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, got it. Okay, I guess I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, actually, no. I will say maybe uh, along that note, maybe the Mandalorian is the hottest because he's also got that. Like he's like Boba Fett, but he's got shiny armor, mm. and it's like. I don't know. Are you attracted to the shine? Or are you attracted to the dinginess? Like it kind of depends. I was a big fan of um, who is the the guy that stole Boba Fett's armor in? Oh yeah, one uh, of the Timothy episodes. Oliphant. Oh yeah, yeah Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. Cap, He's incredibly uh, handsome. Cobb Vanth. Oh, sorry. Actually, it's animated Kit Fisto. Oh my god. He's incredibly ripped. You mean like the two D Tartakovsky animated Kit yeah, Fisto? Absolutely yeah, absolutely that one. <laughs> yeah. Boy, they were boy, like, you know, the weird, like, green soulless eyed guy from the from the that movie. Let's he make him he just like, like knocks down a couple droids in Attack of the Clones and then smiles, and the camera holds on his smile for like a second too long. <laughs> yeah, just like everything like, in the prequels, there's weird shots that are a little too long because they were like CGI. Um, um what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, you know, I think I think we did hit on um. A reason why this show is Force Awakens, a reason why it is Last Jedi, a reason why it is the Star Wars story movies, and a reason why it is The Mandalorian. Like, it is definitely, it has... Very Star Wars. Yeah, like, it's it's got, um, you could rationalize using this show in the chili, you know? Absolutely. Like, someone would give this to you and be like, use this in your chili, and you wouldn't look back at them like, what are you fucking talking about? This is toothpaste. <laughs> well, and, and when it's, also, it's really, um, um, like, they will make a Star Wars TV show that features a Jedi and a, a former bad and a former Sith that are trying mm. to do something. Like, that, you could just put this show in Star Wars, and there is a role sure. assigned to each of them. Yep. Absolutely. And it feels like a spinoff in the ways that, like, all these new Star Wars shows that are coming out all feel like spinoffs. Yes. Where, where it has that energy of, like, it's, it's the, I was talking to that same, friend, that same friend earlier where it was like, this, this show is the, the big summer event for comics. This one is, like, a little limited series comic book that you pick up that's only right. six issues. And it's kind of like just, you know, telling its own little side story mm-hmm. and like WandaVision's doing its thing over here. Like that's and all these new Star Wars shows are doing the same thing where they're like, yeah, there's bigger stuff going on. But like, come over here. We're going to talk about this fun little stuff. over on the Yeah, side. right. Which is good. I'm glad that these these big franchises are taking the time and the money to do that. I mean, I think that Mandalorian has been incredibly successful. I thought mm-hmm. WandaVision was very successful. Uh, more so more so than Solo and Rogue One were. So I'm right. I'm glad that they're. Doing this Solo stuff. could have been a show. Solo like, oh, yeah. probably would have been a better the show than Solo been a Adventures movie. or whatever. I I think the movie Solo. We'll we'll cover this when we get to it in like eight months or whatever the fuck. But like, I think the movie Solo. Uh, I would have been on fire for that movie if there was not a character named Han Solo or Lando Calrissian in it. Yes, that's it. Was yeah, like right. a a band of criminals, and you find out that they're actually like tussling with like a huge criminal syndicate that's like 
networked with other big criminal syndicates. Like, it could have been, like, a Breaking Bad Star Wars show, but it instead was, like, a Han Solo origin movie. And it's like, oh, you were really close, guys! (laughs) And and we've talked about, Mike, how, like, Star Wars had... You can't do genre like you can do with the MCU in Star Wars, unfortunately, as well. Like, you can do Western, you can do Samurai, you can do Space Opera... And that's it. Like yeah. you can do the stuff that originally made Star Wars, but you can't, you can't really do, do other political things. intrigue. I mean, yes. well, they tried. <laughs> well, they tried. I mean, like we haven't seen it as as done as well, right? And then I think, like, to, to maybe talk a little bit more about Falcon and Soldier before we go to the break. Like this show, I think wanted to be a little more, or I think there's a version of this show that was a little more of a buddy road trip thing with uh, uh, Sam and Bucky. Because there's there's hints there's like pieces of that that you that, that are like throughout, right. but it's like not fully there. It's like what you said, Ethan. They, they tried to do, or one of you said this. We've all said it. Mm-hmm. They tried to do like one, uh, just maybe one too many things, or tried to put one too many metaphors in, to where it's like if they had focused down on maybe just like Bucky and Sam road trip to 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 somewhere, I don't know. Then then it would have been maybe even more like fun and had a little less of like a oh well they swing and they they did a swing and they they missed a couple times yeah um but we you should we probably go to the oh we'll we'll go to the break but I, I i will leave us with this and then maybe we can talk about it again after the break or in a future episode you know what they need to do in the mcu the future of the mcu they need to keep the mcu because it has its thing it's like grounded and like everyone wears tactical body armor that is like tinted to look like their costume or whatever then they need to just fully part from that and do like, uh, you know how like the comics have like different universes or whatever yeah. or different Earths. Like they need to just do like the Batman Forever MCU. Yes. Like they need to just do like batshit goofy like camp. Uh, well, and I think practical I think makeup g- and Sparks Power Ranger style. You know. I think you get that with some of the. Guardians and Ra- and Thor Ragnarok stuff, right? Because they're separated from Earth. Yes, so they but have even the ability those, to be like, more colorful. All the, all the like weapons and energy and everything is still yeah. very like sci-fi looking. And it's I true. want like Zordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want like I w- goop. You know. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you know what they that. should do? They should they should do that, but do it in the in the DC universe and do like like a seventies yes. Scorsese like Jokery thing and joaquin phoenix could be that guy and actually i gotta go bye uh... <laughs> i saw that movie alone i've told that story on this podcast i saw that movie alone and uh oh <laughs> i saw a cop i saw a cop outside of the theater and i was like weird that a cop is outside of this theater and then i thought he's here for me the single man alone seeing joker <laughs> or he's there to see joker <laughs> oh. and, and, re- and really identify with the wrong thing oh. uh, I, mike i was having a similar thought or literally earlier today where i was like there needs to i was like the next part of the dc movie making thing i want it i want them to go like full opposite away from Zack Snyder like aesthetic and I want to see a colorful Richard Donner Superman yes. again where it's like the most like bright and like shiny Boy Scouts. blues Red. and reds yeah. <laughs> like I want it to be the most I want it to like hurt my eyes yeah because it's so blue and so red like they only used the primary colors to like yes. color grade the <laughs> yes. movie <laughs> yes there's no orange there's no green there's no it purple it's like a preschool <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely there's there's like the alphabet painted on every scene <laughs> 
That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. And I want it to be just, I want him to be carrying entire skyscrapers a in his hands and Apple. dropping them off. B is for uh, barn. S is for hope. <laughs> S is for hope. Um, yeah, let's take a break. Okay, yeah, let's think? Should we dive in. <laughs> Woo! And we're back. We're back. All right. Black Falcon. That's a funny joke that they that was use a, funny a couple joke. of Good times. Good joke. Good joke. And there's probably more stuff uh, to be talked about about like the way it handled race in America, but we're three white guys, so like you know yeah. we're, we're not the people. We'll to talk let about it. the smarter people who have probably already <laughs> broke broken down this show to no yeah. end on the internet take yeah. care of that. Yeah, read an article, guys. Read an article. Yeah, read yeah. a friggin' article. <laughs> Quit listening to podcasts. <laughs> read an article. <laughs> read read more articles. All right, so welcome to <laughs> we my, are the a game for this pro week. Article podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we love articles. We love the, we love, we love a, Anne. we love Anne. <laughs> and that's it. Those um, are the only ones. <laughs> so because Ethan's here, of course we have to do a baseball RPG. Um, so this is the, the la- latest in our uh, recurring segment of this is my baseball RPG. But because this one is called This is My Baseball and Falcon and the Winter Soldier RPG. Mm. Uh, the rules are the same as they always have been. Um, and uh, unless either of you want to be a new team, you can re, re <laughs> you can still be the Mike I mean, Robbins and the Tatooine Moons. <laughs> so uh, this is your chance to change your team if you want. Never, never, never. Great. Okay, good. I've been well, combing my roster for weeks, by the way. <laughs> but but like the the team manager, like the actual coach, isn't playing all the right people. But I I bought those players because their their on base hitting average is this. And if you don't yeah. use them the way I intended you to use them, then we'll never moneyball this thing. Well, the good thing is like is no matter what the combing of the stuff you've done, it's all equaled out to still being that your offense is plus two and your defense is plus one. <laughs> and, and one strike tat- equals three outs. <laughs> yeah. And the tattooing moods is offense is plus two, the defense is plus one. So you are evenly matched. <laughs> So welcome to the first Hisui-U baseball RPG game set in the MCU. <laughs> so, after the tragic events of the Midsummer RPG and the, Mission Impo- <laughs> and the Mission Impossible 4 RPG where everyone died, and the one after where I made Mike play by himself, <laughs> yeah. it's time... Wait, that's right. What, what was Kropa's team? It was like the France X-Men? <laughs> it, was, it, was the, it was the Italy X-Men. Italy X-Men. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But so after all that, it's time to get back to the basics. Just two teams and their ability to play to play baseball slash roll dice. No three fence, just offense and defense. <laughs> it's a rematch between the Mike Robbins and the Tatooine Moons taking place in Madripoor because it's the only place that will allow this league to operate anymore after all the terrible things that have happened. Uh-huh. Good. Okay. So first off, first things first, because it's in the MCU. Uh, you know it's everything's going to be pretty okay across the board. So because of that, nat 20s and nat 1s are not allowed because there's nothing that good and also nothing that bad. <laughs> so if you, get an, if you get a nat 20 or a nat 1, you have to reroll. So <laughs> there's no home runs in this game, unfortunately. <laughs> but also you'll never get a nat 1, so it kind of balances out. All like, right, what so is start this, out, Moonlight? <laughs> yeah, come on. To start out, we're going to uh, – you guys are about to play, but then who shows up? Uh, Falcon and oh. the Winter Soldier, a.k.a. Oh. Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes. 
So do either of you have a real big um, desire to have either one of these characters on your team? Or, should, or, I, or will I, I randomize I love them both it? equally. <laughs> Great. Okay, well, I'm just going to randomly assign. And we're going to have the Mike Robbins are going to have Falcon on their team. And the Tatooine Moons will have the Winter Soldier on, on their team. So uh, Sam and Bucky show up. They're like, what are you guys, playing baseball? And they have a fun little like interaction. It's really cute. <laughs> and then they're just like, we want to play. And then they're like, okay. And they just join your team. So Mike... You now have plus five to offense with Fal- with with Mr. Sam Wilson because he can fly around real good and use his weight wi- and use his wings as a bat. And uh, Tatooine Moons, you have plus five to your defense with the Winter Soldier because uh, he can catch the ball real good with his metal arm. Uh-huh. Yeah, great. So I'm just gonna make make a note of that. And is that in addition to? Yes. Our so, Mike, right now ship? you have plus seven to your offense mm-hmm. and, and plus one, one to your defense. <laughs> and right now, Ethan, you've got plus two to your offense and plus six to your defense. So we'll just give you the number we roll. Yeah, okay. I'll do the math. All right, so inning number one, for the listener, a reminder. Uh, <laughs> uh, the defender will roll a d20 to pitch, and the offense will roll a d20 to hit. They will add their respective offense and defense skills. If a hitter gets higher than the pitcher, they get a hit. And the number they roll determines their base hit. 1 to 10 is a single. 11 to 15 is a double. 16 to 19 is a triple. A 20 is a home run. There will be no home runs. And one strike and you're out, of course, because otherwise it takes too long. <laughs> and let's go ahead and start the first inning. One strike and you're out. So uh, let's see. I'm just going to – we'll say, Mike, you can go ahead uh, – and actually, both of you roll your d twenty for me. We'll see who gets higher. They'll get to decide, or they'll get to decide if they want to go first or, or second for offense and defense. I got a seven. Oh my god, me too. Uh, roll again. Okay. A ten. A one. <laughs> All right. Well, because that's not a part of the actual game, Ethan. Unfortunately, it does count. So, Mike, <laughs> do you want to do you want to do offense or defense first? I will do defense first. I'll pitch. I'll be the home team. All right. So you're what you're pitching first? Yeah. Okay, you're on defense. All right. So both of you roll your nat 20s. Oh God, I rolled a three. <laughs> okay. And I rolled a six. All right. So Mike got a uh, four yeah. total. Yeah. And Ethan got a eight total. So Ethan gets a single so he's on base yes all right roll again a 19 an 11 Ooh. okay so 13 total for uh ethan is not enough so the mike robbins get a strike close out the inning and the (laughs) possession changes (laughs) in the fast-paced game of the baseball rpg so now uh, this is like you know like arena football this is like arena baseball (laughs) yeah yeah it's like there's no time yeah um right, ethan so you're now pitching so we'll uh so you go ahead and roll i rolled a six i rolled a three uh so six plus six is 12 and mike you almost got it because you're on offense three plus seven is ten but that's gonna be a strike that sucks (gasps) 
Second and inning. So, <laughs> inning one is over without anybody scoring. <laughs> All right. So, uh, guess what? <laughs> guess what happened during the first inning? What? John Walker showed up. <gasps> John Walker. And he says, hey, I want to play. Oh. And Sam and Bucky were like, no, you're annoying. And he said, you have to let me play because I'm Captain America. You have to do what I say. Oh. And they're like, this guy's Captain America. He has terrible facial hair. He can't be Cap. That sucks. And they say, okay, well, whoever loses this inning, you can be on their team, John. Okay. <laughs> So no loser, one lost. Loser gets John. So no one lost because no one scored. But go ahead and both of you roll again. We'll see who gets lower and they'll get John. Okay. I got a four. I got a seven. All right. So the, the Mike Robbins have John on their team now, uh-huh. which uh, you actually get plus five to offense because of that because he's Uh-oh. very aggressive. He's offensive, yeah. But you do get negative five to defense. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. So you now because have because he plus... doesn't have a real shield; it's made out of like exactly. aluminum or whatever. So now you have a plus twelve to your offense, uh-huh. <laughs> and you have a negative four to your defense. Okay, uh-huh. uh, which might be tricky. And then, um, so that happens, and then after he's on your team, oh, who else shows up? It's Sharon Carter. Oh, Sharon she Carter shows up. She shows up and she's like, "I'm definitely not the power broker, mm-hmm. but I do love playing baseball." And I'm definitely not here to maybe get all the super soldier people all in one place. Um, so maybe I can get some blood samples and, you know, get some of that power back. And she wants to play, too. So she's going to join the Tatooine Moons. Yeah. Uh, so, Ethan, you now get f- plus five to defense because she's always prepared. Damn. Uh, but negative five to offense. Mm, sure. So you have plus 11 to your D and negative three to your O. Oh, my God. So it's, gonna be- it's about to get very silly. Yeah. Um, all right. So go ahead. We'll, we'll and, and just switch. just for some commentary here, uh, Sharon is walking up to the plate now because it's her team's turn to hit, and her walk-on music is Sharon's party. Come get it. Yeah. By Sharon Carter. <laughs> Absolutely. That was a very good joke. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're gonna switch uh, the order. So the Tatooine Moons are uh, pitching first this time. Oh, okay. Oh, no, wait. No, I, no, I, wait, I like that, that. No, that no, no, no. That's that's how this baseball works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how this. Yeah, I don't know how, if you guys can tell by all these. I don't actually watch much actual baseball, and I always forget how everything works. Usually, it's not played while falling down the world's tallest yeah. building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll say the tat- we'll, we'll just do my mistake of what I said. And the Tatooine Moons are pitching. Okay. Hey, I'm ready. They're on, they're on defense. The Mike Robbins are on offense. I rolled a nine. I rolled a fifteen. <laughs> All right. So nine plus eleven. I think uh, right. Yeah, eleven is twenty. And then what'd you get? Fifteen a plus 15. twelve <laughs> is twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. So you definitely. Uh, beat beat it. So you get, you're on, you're uh. I'm gonna say that's a triple because we said I said no home runs. Right. It's the MCU. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you're on, you're on you're on third right now. Let's go ahead and roll again. Twelve. Sixteen. Oh fuck. So twelve. 
12 plus 12 is 24. 16 plus 11 is 27. So that's an out. Oh, you were so close. End of the close. inning. End of the inning. You were so close. Um, we're I gonna thought I was going to run so fast like Captain America. We're going to fast. Nope. We're going to switch and, and have. Bucky and uh, Sam do not run that fast. They and I think that if they had, I would have been like, this is the greatest show that uh-huh. Marvel's ever done. Bucky, Bucky does a little bit of some good running mm-hmm. at a certain point. Sure, um, but he, yeah, he's it's not got as super good soldier it. juice. When when Ethan and I went to see um, Infinity War, and they're all in the that like open field in Wakanda, having the fight with the like scary <sighs> dogs or whatever, yeah. uh, and and they all start running, but Cap and T'Challa are like way out ahead. So fast. <laughs> Ethan and I were both like, oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> they run so fast. And well, we talked guys... about like as soon as the lights came on at the end of the movie, we were like, they ran so fast. Right. Half the half the universe is gone, but do you remember how fast they fast. ran? Remember how run so fast? Did you guys ever see or did we talk about this last time that like apparently Chris Evans has perfect running form? Oh, like, wow. w- like when he runs in movies, people were like, he should be a professional runner. He's incredibly, incredibly good at running. That's like so it's weird. just perfect form. <laughs> okay, so now we got the Mike Robbins are on defense and the Tatooine Moons are on offense. So let's go ahead and roll it yeah, up, I baby. Roll a 16. <laughs> All right, that's going to be minus uh, four. four? So well, that's a 12, Ethan. I only rolled a two. A little bunt. Oh, well, there we go. And it's the uh, end of the inning. <laughs> really uh, gripping game here in Madripoor <laughs> today. All right, so during that inning, actually, what's crazy is the inning was pretty normal, except John was getting really aggressive, and you're pretty sure he took some super soldier serum. And you're also pretty sure that if he's not actively racist, he, like, maybe represents racism? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Sharon, yeah. Seem, Sharon <laughs> seems sort of out of character, but she was so poorly defined in her initial outing that you can't really tell if anything's wrong. Totally. Um, but her goal works because the Flag Smashers and Carly do show up, <gasps> smash John Walker. Boom. And, John Wa- and Sharon, who's definitely not the power broker. But guess who else shows up to get them? <gasps> it's uh, Zemo. Oh. oh, it's Zemo. <laughs> Yeah. Selena Meyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But because they're all uh, cool, they agree to participate in the game that you're all playing before they fight. Mm. Um, so That's the cool. highest, whoever has the highest offense gets Me. the Flag Smashers and, and Carly. Uh, and they're going to give you an additional, actually, you know what? <laughs> to balance this a little bit, I'm going to switch that. Whoever gets the highest defense gets uh, the Flag Smashers yeah, and Carly. Yeah, that's the Tatooine Moons. Um, I'm just triple confirming you're doing all this math for us, right? Like, I <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, have yeah, to I'm keep this in my head at all. No, no, I'm, I'm on it. Don't even Great. worry about it. So, so, whoever, we're, so we're we have the just, highest defense. We're just like paper boats in this river of fate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just you letting it happen defense, to us. Ethan, which gives you the Flag Smashers and Carly, who give you a plus 10 to your offense. Ooh. So that's going to that's gonna net you out to a plus 7 to your offense now. Oh, great. And then, Mike, what you get is Zemo because he wants to fight against them. And he actually lets you re-roll any dice <gasps> roll up to three times. What? How, yeah, because, only one roll. Yeah. How Sokovian uh, yes. of him. Yeah, he's, <laughs> and, and he's very rich, so he just is like, he has, you know, he's like, you know, I can make things happen. Yeah. Um, and this is our last uh, inning, is that right? Or, or is yes. there more? Okay. <laughs> I know. Are, this is the last inning. Because this is baseball, so there's three innings. There's, there's three, three innings, innings in this teams, baseball. Teams 
bat two times in a row. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Snake yep. order yep. batting. Yep. Snake order batting. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do it the same way we did it in the first inning. So the Mike Robbins are on defense. You know, all this confusion about baseball is making me rethink my score for how Star Wars baseball is. I think it's going to go up, actually, after this <laughs> outing of baseball. Uh-huh. We'll have to go uh, retroactively change that. Okay, so, Mike, you're pitching. Roll your, roll your, roll your defense. Uh, okay, it was a six. <laughs> all right, so minus four is going to be a two. And I got a 15. Oh, All right, good. plus seven is going to be a 22. So that's going to take you to And wait, to why is his plus seven now? Because he's got Carly? Yeah, he's got Carly on his team, yeah. Obviously, it's he, because Mike, I have Mike. Carly. She's a flag smasher, he, Mike, plus seven. Yeah. yeah, flag smashers are very good at baseball. Sure. Keep up. Right. You can't keep all these floating modifiers in your I'm head. Come on. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are loving me just saying numbers at them. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bunch of fucking narrative nonsense followed by numbers for like six minutes. <laughs> and yeah, then more narrative the, nonsense. I think the payoff is going to be really good. Oh, good, good, um, good. So, By the way, Carly ahead. is Enfys Nest from Solo, a Star Wars story. It's true. We forgot to talk about that. That's uh, very Star Wars. Very Star Wars. I guess. Um, so go ahead. And, uh, it's adjacent. A go minor character roll. from this thing is also a minor character from Star Wars. Uh, go ahead. It is weird that they're the exact same character. Yes. And that they are the leader like the of a rebellion. Yes, absolutely. Group that's that's sympathetic. Um, but is seen as like terrorists because they wear so scary masks. Go ahead and roll again for me. Uh, okay, so I got a nat one, so I get to re-roll because to re-roll even that. without Zemo, right? Yes, correct. Oh, good, I got a three. <laughs> Great, that's going to give you a negative one, and uh, <laughs> go ahead and roll the Tatooine Moons. Uh, the Tatooine Moons get a one, and I get to re-roll again oh. because no Marvel mm-hmm. movie is a one out of 20. And this time I got a six. All right, that's going to take you up to a 18, which is going to... Knock someone in oh, no. to a, to a run Unless, and put someone else on third. Are you Zemoing or are you not Zemoing? No, I'm gonna hold my Zemo for my offense because off- I'm oh, just gonna so go smart. on a fucking tear. <laughs> <laughs> so the Tatooine Moons have one run to the Mike Robin zero. Uh, go ahead and roll again. Okay. <laughs> um, hmm. Who says what they rolled first? You go ahead and say what you uh-huh. rolled first, Mike. And then after Ethan says what he rolled, can I re-roll if I want yes, to? Yes, <laughs> I, will, I will allow it. I'll use, you can use the Zemo power okay. after the fact. Uh, I don't know if I want to yet, but I rolled a nine. <laughs> Great. So you have a negative four. So that's a five. Right. Well, lucky for you, I rolled a two. Okay. So that's a 16. Now, technically, Mike. Oh, that's right. I have so many points. Technically, Mike, you <laughs> cannot. Hang on. How does he have you 16? Because he has a plus 12 to his offense. <laughs> So, Mike, you cannot beat him, even if you re-roll, because if you can't get a nat 20, and if you get a 19, it'll be minus four, so, which is a 15. So if I get above a two, which is the <laughs> only roll. <laughs> yeah, maybe I've made a mistake. Wait, 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 but I have John Walker on my team. Can I cut off Ethan's head? <laughs> Uh, we'll see how many points Ethan gets, and then maybe. I think I'm going to get infinity points because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't You just think keep that... wishing for more wishes. I don't think that you can... Okay, I'm... here's what's going to happen. I'm going to go ahead and say 
that some of the flag smashers died <laughs> and now you just have a, a plus five instead of a plus ten. Uh-huh. So you just have a plus seven now oh, instead fuck. of a plus twelve. <laughs> So that'll make it a little easier for Mike to. So to get what happened? So that one, he did knock another person in, yeah. Yes, he did. So now it's uh, two to zero with someone on third. Okay. <laughs> but that that one particular pitch, despite it having been a hit and an RBI, it killed many flag smashers. <laughs> yeah, they exploded because they have the super soldier serum in the body. Yeah, like like Bane in Batman and Robin. The sidekick yeah. of Poison Ivy. He, like, I was thinking explodes. they exploded like that, like a bird, that bird in Shrek. Oh, oh you know? I thought you were going to say the bird that Randy Johnson threw the ball at. That, <laughs> that, 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 video, that video holds up. Yeah. <laughs> Practical effects, dude. Holds up. Incredible. How Star Wars is that? Very. Yeah. Very. All right. Go ahead and roll again, Mike. Well, this is good news for me. I rolled a two. <laughs> Great. And there's no way I think that you can uh, not get a score. So, Ethan, go ahead and tell me what you got. So I closed my eyes, went to the other side of the plate, and I rolled a nine. And sounds like I got a run. Yeah, you got a 16. You're going to knock another person in. So we got three to zero. And a 16 is a double, right? Oh, you don't knock someone in. Never mind. Ooh, you got someone so on I, third. Second and third? You got someone on second and third. Yes, correct. All right, here we go. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Did you get a good roll, Mike? I got an 18. There we go. Ooh. So you have a 14. Bad news for you. I got a 19. <laughs> oh! oh, my God. All right. Well, you knock two people in. It's four to zero. I sort of feel uh, like maybe, maybe maybe I should just, um, you know, like mercy rule and let, right, let yeah, the other like team back. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Uh, let's do one more and we'll yeah. see. And then if we don't, we'll do a mercy roll. Okay, I rolled a 10. <laughs> Great, that's a 6. And I rolled a 4. <laughs> and that's an 11. All right, so yeah, we're going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and say mercy roll. It's 4 to 0 right now. We're going to switch possession. Oh, my God. We got the Mike. Uh, Great, that's a 6. <laughs> Mike Robbins are playing D, and the Tatooine Moons are batting. No, the other I was just batting. Yeah, that's what just happened. Correct. The other way around of whatever I just said. Okay, and I've got what, like a plus like 10 or something? You've got it to what, your offense or your mm-hmm. defense? My offense. <laughs> yeah, your offense is a plus 12. No, sorry. Oh, no, plus 7 because it's plus 2 and yes. the plus 5 with Zemo, or with um with uh, Sam, and then Zemo lets me re-roll stuff. Correct. And what's my defense at? Yours is... <laughs> like plus 6, I think? I right? want to say, no, yours is a plus, f- wait, I'm so confused. I've done a terrible job. Um, no, you've done a great job. <laughs> Thank no. you. Okay, you've got, who do you have on your team? <laughs> I have the, Bucky. the Flag Smashers and, yeah. and Bucky yeah, and, and Sharon Carter. Smashers. Okay. Some flag smashers. So okay, so Bucky gives you <laughs> plus five, and Sharon gives you a plus five. So you have a plus eleven to your defense. And <laughs> well, then what was giving him all the points for his offense? Does, does he, think, did he just get? Does he get Hulk too? <laughs> I think I I think I mixed up your guys' stats. <laughs> I think that I think that, that's I think a that bank. Whole, 
That's a bank fair in my my favor. That's a community oh chest yeah. kind of a... I think that whole <laughs> inning I was giving you guys your stats backwards. Well, I have I have really good news with my plus eleven defense. I just rolled an eighteen for my first pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be an out for sure. <laughs> Well, wait, hold on. on. I wait. rolled a three. Mike. No, I think I did. Did I get it right, Mike? So who's on your team is Falcon and John. And John, right. And Zemo. Oh, yeah, right. No, okay. John gave I did me get it. A five. So Sam and John gave me ten, and Zemo gives me a re-roll. <laughs> you were just, like, completely still. Wait, because John gave you a negative five to uh, opt on to. Defense. On defense. Right. right. I'm just trying to figure out if my numbers are right for the earlier <laughs> inning, but I guess it doesn't matter anymore. No, I anymore. think it was right. Okay. I forgot that so he gave go me, ahead. He me on defense. So what did Ethan just roll? 18. Okay, plus 11 is a 29. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so wait a second. So you can't you cannot He has you, you a cannot plus win. 11 <laughs> And I have a plus 10 offense. <laughs> With the ability to re-roll three times, and if I don't use that now, it's over. <laughs> uh, yes, correct. Okay, well, then I'll use it now, I guess. Great, great. Roll until you beat it, well, I that guess. that was a two, so I'll re-roll again. <laughs> okay. That was a 14, plus 10 is only 24. Okay. What, what would I need to get? A 19? To, yes. to, like, to foul the ball off and get another pitch? <laughs> yeah, you have to get a 19, I think. My last re-roll was an 18. <laughs> wow! Incredible. Well, you... It's an out. That's the end of the yeah, inning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's see. The Tatooine <laughs> Moons won? Is that yeah. right? Big. Four and team, yeah. And like I said, I have no idea if I did that right. I think at a certain did. point, I think I was doing the numbers wrong. But, I mean, we'll find out when we listen back to it. That was so anyways, like a so half hour. <laughs> So here's here's the here's the the epilogue. Okay, so everything seemed really was really tense during that because there's a lot of different viewpoints on these teams, a lot of intense brooding and staring. Sure. People keep throwing out the word supremacist like it's a real political thing, and not because they can't say white supremacist because it would get too real. And also, there's some real mixed metaphors on what real life stuff everyone's supposed to represent. Are the flag smashers all lives matter? Are they Palestine? Are they terrorists? Are they called anarchists and portrayed in the end negatively because everything is propaganda? Yes. Is John Walker white supremacy? Is he all lives matter? Is he the military? No. Because the military punishes him when he does the bad thing, but also he admits that they did bad things in Afghanistan? Who fucking knows? Where was I? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, How should this end? That's verbatim what I wrote. <laughs> and then, okay. Here's how this ends. So depending on who won, that's that's how the story is told, right? Uh-huh. So the Tatooine Moods won. So Bucky won, uh, right. and Sharon's team won, and the Flag Smashers team uh-huh. won. <laughs> so if the sla- if this is kind of strange actually. So if Sharon's team wins, she's able to get a blood sample for more super soldier stuff. But if the Flag Smashers team wins, they're able to take down Sharon mm-hmm. and John Walker and Zemo. Um, because Zemo was there to kill the Flag Smashers and John. So Zemo's dead. John <laughs> Walker's dead. Yeah. Sharon got the stuff she wanted, but then now she's dead. Mm. Um, and then if Bucky's team wins, he gets presented with a trophy for Handsomest Man Alive. <laughs> and if his team loses, he also gets that trophy. <laughs> so 
The end. So it's a bloodbath, and he gets an award that he was yeah. going to get either way. <laughs> yeah, if Sam's team had won, he would be able to talk down Carly and become Cap. But unfortunately, they weren't on the same team, so, you know. Yep. So that's it. The end. Three trophies uh, jo- for the tort. <laughs> Join us next time for another thrilling baseball RPG. Uh, and maybe next time I'll get all the numbers right. <laughs> Woo! Oh, brother. The end. That was we, a lot of fun. I, I'm, very, I'm very excited because specifically in the survey we sent out, people did not like the <laughs> RPGs. So I'm very excited for them to. Uh, we sent out that survey like we were going to do something about it. <laughs> I know. I guess it's just nice to know now uh-huh. whenever I'm doing something that's going to actively make our listeners <laughs> right, ups- right. Uh, annoyed. Yeah. So I'm sorry, guys. I love you. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't about their listening experience. It was about the flags that we smashed along the way. Right. Yes. Sure. It's, about the, it's about the power that we broke. The power mm-hmm. that was brokered. I do like the idea of breaking power as the, you know... <laughs> <laughs> like breaking it instead of brokering, brokering some kind of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. Let's oh, should we? Well, let's let's get let's let's aim towards wrapping up. Do we have any other thoughts on Fatwissa? Um, yeah, it's got a bad title to abbreviate. It does. Terrible. Um, also, you know, at the end, whenever they like put up the 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 name of the show, and it's like Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I was like, it. Oh, they it did. Have... Yeah, that's funny. I didn't even like clock that. I was like, first off, that's confusing because there's a movie already called that. <laughs> second, second <laughs> off, it, they should have done it and changed both of them because the whole deal it's was that wolf. Bucky. Yeah, or just Bucky, right? Like yeah. the whole deal was that he was atoning he, like, for finally, his past. Yes, right. So I was like, it should have said Captain America and Bucky. Yeah, but they were like, I was like, he's not because he's not still the Winter Soldier. Like he. His whole journey was to get rid of that side of it. Right. My final grievance is that you asked what our our viewing patterns and habits were with the show. And I will say that every morning I chose to watch the Mighty Ducks instead before I watched Winter Soldier (laughs) Falcon. Uh And I I don't regret that at all. I really wanted to know what happens um, to Lauren Graham's hockey team. More than I really cared about what happens to uh, uh-huh. the Bucky and Sam. How how is that ducks? How how are those ducks? Those duck. Well, I mean spoilers, but like the duck, you find out right away. Ducks are the bad guys in this new series. <gasps> they Cobra Kaid it. Um, oh, that's fun. And it, you know what? It like the Mighty Ducks movies were such a part of my childhood. Um, and it makes it like, is it good? Of course, it's not good. But is it quite fun to watch? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Um, I I um I agree, Ethan. In terms of like the urgency I had to watch the show, it was I think the fourth episode I watched the day before the fifth one dropped, which like is never true about a Star Wars thing or even other Marvel things. I'm like, oh, it's out right now. I will like drop everything and watch it. So like yeah. that's something that I would say is against this being Star Wars. Plus also that it's like insistent upon real world yet doesn't quite nail it. Like. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, the story mechanics and, like, the thing it is, you know, like, as a, as a piece of storytelling, like, falls into, like, we talked about before the break, like, a lot of different, like, Star Wars um, holes, you know, like, it's the Star Wars stories or it's The Force Awakens, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. The it's last... like, it, it feels like right down the middle for me. I think we've made a case that this, this 
has all the same flavors of all the things that go into Star Wars chili, but maybe it's like different amounts and different preparation. Like it's more like a Star Wars stew or like a Star Wars salsa. <laughs> yeah, it's a Star Wars gumbo. Yeah, yeah. It's a little. And it's uh, got all that like. Speaking of those, that Louisiana yeah, all those scenes. Delta yeah. shrimp and scenes. Yeah, get a really good gumbo going. Yeah, I mean, I think I could probably give it a rating. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, well, let's see. Unit of measure. Unit of measure. Hmm. What happens in this do, show? I don't remember. I'm gonna do Kool Aid Blue Super Soldier Serum vials because mm. they were so yummy and blue looking. Mm-hmm. You think they taste good? They like like a blue raspberry flavor to them. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I also do. <laughs> what are your guys' unit of measures? Uh, my my unit of measure is going to be hours of Zemo dancing in that Madripoor <laughs> bar. Gosh, we didn't even talk about Zemo, who was like so delightful. Yeah, he was fun. Even um, though he's a once again, it's a bad guy who is a murder. Like his the methods of violence are the things that make him bad. Because like most of his ideas, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah, you know, you, you're very woke for a supervillain. Right. Um, and mine will be um, attempts at pithy metaphors. <laughs> Great. Mm, yeah, they were probably about as many as I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say, like, because it's not actually Star Wars, but it's pretty high. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, like, five Kool-Aid blue syringes of Super Soldier mm-hmm. Serum. That's where my brain was, too. I'm I'm, like... I think it might be five for me as well. I was like, it's it's like it's like just ever so close to the line of tipping down into four territory, but I think it's a five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 going the opposite direction. I'm saying it's seven hours of Zemo dancing in Madripoor. It really, it really felt like as we talked about it more. It it is a very similar to the type of show that Star Wars yes, is, yes. has done is going to do. Like those roles just transplant so easily into the Star Wars universe. Um, the only reason it's not higher is because, again, they tried to say something about the mm-hmm. world, and uh, Star Wars would, would never. never. No. Um, no. Other than, like, would, the good guy's um, always going to win. Would never yeah. dare and would also do a bad job if it did dare. Uh-huh. Oh, so so bad. canonically, so here bad. on behalf of the podcast as a whole, it gets a five and two thirds average. Yes, good. Good. Well, all right. We did it. Yeah, I'm like uh, straight up falling asleep. Amazing. <laughs> I know. I'm also tired for like no reason. It's like 840 and we're all we're like, we're getting sleepy. Yeah. Um, well, Ethan, thank you so much for being on the show. Let's start wrapping up. Oh, yeah. uh, do you want us on the Internet? Because you, you can find us at How Star Wars is it on Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us at a good podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And we and love to hear from you on all of those things. We just, as of recording this, we got a really cool like fan art thing today. That was so neat. And yes. uh, you can also always check out our uh, T public merch. It's linked on uh, both of our social medias mm-hmm. um, and stay tuned for lots of fun coming in the future of the show. <laughs> yes. Maybe soon. Hopefully yeah. soon. And Ethan, where can people find your stuff again? Uh, I'm pretty private on the internet. Set set those settings to uh, friends only. Mm-hmm. But I did start my own podcast inspired by by you two gentlemen. <gasps> uh, it's called it's called Top Jewish Moments, <laughs> where we uh, rank the top Jewish moments. Incredible. Um, I would I would I would say it's um, a, a pretty specific audience. If you're not that interested in Jews. Mm-hmm. 
in general, you're probably not going to be if that interested in you're like a supremacist a... or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're a supremacist. supremacist. Any kind of supremacist. <laughs> I'm just looking this up right now. I'm very excited about it. Um, and they can get that really wherever fun. you get a podcast, I presume? Yeah, the podcast places. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and give Top Jewish Moments a five star yeah, uh, rating right real now. quick. All right, so anyway, to start, now that I'm gonna leave all that silence in while <laughs> me and Mike were trying to find how to review that, but uh, yeah, you can find the rest of our information information in the show mm-hmm. notes, and it's about time for Tubby Bye Bye, don't you think? I sure do. Well then, like we, Ethan, do you want to say May the Fourth be with you and we love you like we like we do? Yeah. Well, it's it's tomorrow. No, isn't that's it? right. Oh, you're right. This one will be more meaningful than it normally is. Yeah. That's right. Well, then like we always say, we, we love you. And, and may, may the, the fourth be with, with you. Bye-bye. What's great, Ethan, as I scroll down, um, and on at the bottom, it's funny because your, your podcast called, is called Top Jewish Moments. I scroll down and then there's it says top podcasts in Judaism and there's more <laughs> podcasts that are Jewish related and I think that's very fun that yours is called we, we put it moment. in the we put it in the the Jewish category instead <laughs> yeah. of the comedy category yeah that's a real to really mistake. throw off some Zionists you know? <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs>